Welcome to the Fem Nation podcast, where we wholeheartedly believe women entrepreneurs can rise together. Success comes in many flavors. There are no secret strategies. Women entrepreneurs are rewriting history by defining success on their own terms. Hi, I'm White of Gannon, the down-to-earth chick with a different name. Entrepreneur and founder of the Female Entrepreneur Movement, our business is dedicated to helping women start and grow their businesses, increasing financial independence. Each week, join me for inspiring stories and powerful interviews of women entrepreneurs sharing their lessons to success to help you take your business to the next level. Now, let's go for it. Welcome back, Fem Nation. Today, we have an amazing guest for an anonymous hot seat. And just as a reminder, we do these hot seats anonymous so we can focus on the problem at hand, the hurdle to overcome, and not on the business itself. Usually, those run concurrently, but we just do not talk about the names, places, dates, all of those. We talk about solutions. I want to welcome my guest today. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Awesome. Let's move forward. I don't know why I said awesome right there. That was really weird. But anyways, we're going to talk about diving into what's going on with you and where do you feel like you're just not able to get over the hump in your business? Well, I think um, a couple areas that uh, really affect me. One is feeling like I deserve to success financially and otherwise. So you don't feel like you, you don't feel deserving of the success. Yes. Yes. I think that, um, as, a growing up in my family, that my family, um, really believed in hard work, uh, really believed in service to others, but there was a message in my family about money being bad, um, and wealth being bad. And, uh, so I've, I've really for a long time felt as though subconsciously, I think, um, I, I think I sabotaged financial success. Give me an example that comes to mind when you say that. Well, my price point, you know, I am in a business where I work at an hourly rate and I haven't raised my hourly rate in 10 years. Often I think to myself, oh, gee, if I, if I go up by $50, maybe they won't want to hire me. So, okay. So that's almost a double-edged sword because you want to raise it to potentially eliminate clients, but yet at the same time, you don't want to raise it because you're not finding the value in yourself that you're worthy of that price point. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's let's dive into that. Why tell me why you haven't raised be specific about it too. Why have you not raised your prices? Why have you rejected raising your prices in 10 years? I think part of it is I haven't thought about it. And not thinking about it is part of that is not um probably not thinking that that's important, at least consciously, not maybe some sort of subconscious. Um, sabotage financially to not focus mm-hmm. on the finances of my work. And I, I think most people are paying more attention to what they're charging and whether or not everyone around them is raising their rates. And I'm not paying attention to that. I'm paying attention to getting the work done, um, but not paying attention to 
whether I am being compensated in a way that I should be. At some point, though, that 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 was a conscious decision of yours to um, to disregard, to move forward, to disregard that that was a necessary component to your business, though. At some point, you had to make the decision that you didn't need to raise your prices or you aren't going to be able to justify raising your prices at this point. Hmm. You know, I think I think there was a time period when I was really, really focused as a as a mom, my own life and, and being a parent and less focused on my business. And maybe at that point I didn't feel that um raising my hourly rate was fair or worth it. Um and that I would have to go through the process of shifting over and and either telling my current clients that my price was going up or having two different hourly rates for new clients and um, old clients. And I think that it just was not, it, it was more difficult mm-hmm. to do than I think it was going to be easier just not to do it. Mm-hmm. So I think somewhere it was easier. It was easier to not do it. And I, I know that you put your heart and soul into your work. And so what you provide your clients is not, not even a part of the conversation. The value and the quality that you provide your clients is already existing. But I have a strong suspicion that you're not valuing that because you, to yourself, internally, somewhere along the way, you didn't feel like you were giving your business and your clients, not the work specifically to them, but your business 100% focus because you were dueling two different um, areas of life. You had your, yourself as a mom and yourself as a business owner. And coming from a background of high service to others as uh, kind of a bedrock for business, to you, it felt like because you weren't doing 150% of your time towards the business itself, then you weren't giving them that quality that you had set an expectation of somewhere in your upbringing because of how your your family had done business before. So you weren't given 150%. So you didn't value the the cost increase because you were also had your life that was a part of what you were doing. So it pulled the focus from both sides uh, and you had to had to choose. So you devalued the business itself, not what you give to your clients, but you devalued the that it didn't look like a traditional business that you are used to that you grew up with so then all of a sudden it was no longer worthy of paying proper amounts proper um client engagement dollars proper hourly rates it wasn't worthy of that because that was not fitting the model that you currently had grown up in and your your mind shifted to as far as a a, a a real, real business. And I'm air quoting that because you have a real business. It's just, you have to think of it that way. Uh, so what I want, I want you to do is to, to work on seeing your business as a real business and seeing yourself as a real business owner, because a little bit of how you approach it comes off that. Yes, I do this. And I, I mean, you are highly educated in what you do. You are highly qualified in what you do. You know, all the specifics that I know on the back end of this, I know that you have all of the metrics, the external metrics for it to be 
a very lucrative business for you. It's just that I want you to work on reframing what a real business looks like. Work on reframing how you show up in your business and that you get to choose how you show up in your business. You get to be mom. You get to have a dueling life. You get to block your calendar in sporadic times during the day so that you can do what it is that is extremely important to you. And that is your family. You know, your business is there because you are wanting to provide for your family and you have amazing qualifications and skills to do so. But just because it doesn't fit in the nine to five model or nine to nine model or the constantly going out there and giving more than you can and draining yourself for that sole purpose, you're conflicted on the other angle of it by letting it be the hours that you want it to be. And so in reflecting on that, then what is a dollar figure that is common in the industry for what you do? And how close to that are you coming? Um, 300 an hour is probably more appropriate and I'm at 250 right now. So 300 to 350 an hour. What, what would happen if you increased your rates by that $50 an hour? Trust me, trust me when I say if somebody can pay $250 an hour or does pay $250 an hour, they can pay, they, they can and they will pay $300 an hour and $350 for that matter. Yeah, I think, I think that there are certain people that are looking for a bargain. And um, if they hear $250 and they're getting three or $350 from someone else, they might pick me. I'm not sure I want those people. I, that's what, that was going to be my next question. Are those the clients right. that you want? No, those aren't the clients that I want because they don't even understand um, how it all really works, right? Right. They may be saving on an hourly rate, but that doesn't mean they're necessarily saving any money at all. Right. You know, if they're looking for someone in this industry to do uh, work for them, the more experienced, the more educated, the faster the work is, the more efficient the work is. You could pay somebody 500 bucks an hour and pay less than paying somebody $150 an hour mm-hmm. uh, who doesn't really know what they're doing. And, and it takes them a lot more time to do it. And it might not, the quality might not be as good. So, right. So yeah. there's one reason why raising your rates is absolutely imperative at this point in time, just from a, um, you know, a strategy standpoint, not even from the internal work that is, has resulted in you staying at this rate, but just from a business standpoint, you want, you would, you would be better off having more clients at the 300 an hour than it would be to have clients at the 250. Now they're taking you more time. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. there, there, you want to be able to get the wins for the people that you are working with without having the hang up of explaining and walking them through that when they're not there for the ultimate reason of getting the, the quality work from you, they're just looking for bargain hunting, you know? Right. So if, if you were to stand in owning the $300 an hour price point, what does that person look like? Who are you then? Uh-huh. Um, it, that's interesting. And I guess, you know, it's so interesting. 299 versus 300 sounds so different, doesn't it? It's mm-hmm. so strange. Um, yeah, the, I think the, um, who am I? I don't know. Um, who is the $300 an hour you? How would you show up differently? What would be different about you? How would you think differently? Maybe I'd feel that I'm valuing myself a little bit more. Maybe I would... Uh, feel a little bit better about myself that I, I, you know, that I'm, that I'm conveying to other people that I deserve this, that I am 
then I'm equal to other people who've had the same number of years of experience in my field. So I, maybe I would have more confidence. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. You already have those. <laughs> you already are that though. Uh-huh. You know, and that, that the reason I ask you that is because I want you to consider that really that step from 250 to 300 uh-huh. isn't really that big. It's right. not really that big. Right. You just simply decide to do it and move forward and do it and change that price point and own that price point. You are worth the $300 an hour. You are absolutely worth that regardless of who can, will, won't, doesn't, however, pay you you know, contract to work with you. That is irrelevant. That is the price point that you should be at, at the very least, because if your baseline is the $300 mark, then you sitting below that is only going to bring the bargain hunters. Expect that you will have better clients for that 300 price point. Expect that you're going to show up with that confidence because you ultimately will. You will be having the, the, you will reap the what you're sowing inside of that different mindset. And just that shift alone will get you that different mindset. Now, I want to touch on, um, so I, I want to encourage you to step into owning that new price point. Okay. Try it. <laughs> Try it, stick it and own it. And then you know what? And you can give your current clients, if you have ongoing clients, mm-hmm. you can send out marketing that suggests that you are going to increase your prices. This is how you're going to do it. You know, in your timing, obviously, we have a little bit of a different world um, component, world aspect going on right now. However, it goes out there for you and for your business, I want to make sure that you're able to. Um, to determine that timeline. So if it's in a month, if it's in, you know, um, 15 days, if that, if that is how you want to, um, bring that to the world as to how you're raising those prices, because again, we have kind of a varying time where it doesn't want to be perceived as something that it's not, but for you, I want you to start living in the value of the $300 an hour. That's what I want you to start doing is that you're at, the $300 an hour, you can grandfather people in at the 250 rate for a period of time and then let them know that in three months, in 60 days, in six months, whatever feels right for you, that the price will automatically increase. But you do as as um, a leader in your field, as a leader of your business, you do have the responsibility to let your current clients know with, with time you know, to adjust that there's an adjustment coming, but you can also set the precedent many different ways. You can say, look, we're the, the prices are going to increase in general, but I'm grandfathering you guys in for six months. Um, you know, so it's a give back. It doesn't have to be specific to the moment that right now, okay, guess what? Now everybody's doing, you know, you're all paying this now. It, it can be gentle and easy and flow and be a part of the natural, you know, giving side of who you are with what, without devaluing your worth. So consider that, work on that, journal it out, write on that and start stepping into that space. That space exists for you. And, and the listeners can't, can't see what I'm doing, you know, on the video when we're talking and then I have my hands up and I'm demonstrating, but 
in a circular, you know, in a, in a circle, you know, thinking of a circle piece, that space exists for you and nobody else can fill that space. And it's up to you whether or not you want to step into that space and own that and lead it, or if you want to stay outside on the fringe of it and just continue to look in and see what that looks like. You have to dive in and do the inner work of the value piece, because a piece of this also is that you're not viewing the business as you have it, like I said earlier, as you being a valuable contributor to it because you're not giving it the 100%, 150% that you saw was necessary in order to be service first. You already are service first. Your fees just have to match that, but it's not a fact that your clients won't pay it. It's a fact that you do not value that you've given it enough to justify that. So it's a justification issue on your end that you need to go ahead and say, thank you. I've lived with this long enough. I'm going to move to the next step. And the uh-huh. next step is approaching that, you know, how you're going to deliver that correct price increase to your current clients. And then your new clients coming in, they just automatically come in at that price. And that just is what it is. And just right. own it. Because when you do own it, then you just move forward and it becomes, there's no afterthought. It just becomes you. But also when you push forward with this, because no amount of growth goes without having to stretch to some degree, you are going to have to push through to the valuation of you because you're tying your value to the dot, the number of hours or how hard you grind. And that is not true. That is absolutely not true. And you do not have to live by that standard. There's nothing wrong with being of service and charging a regular rate. Nothing wrong with that. You are still showing up just as you are, but you have to honor the time that you are committed to it and the knowledge that you have and the education piece that you've gone through, all of the things that you've worked your butt off to get to this point that somebody else can't just go out there and Google this answer and get qualified you know, responses without having to get 15 different ways to Sunday and then trying to decipher which is right. It's very complex. What you do is complex. So You have to value that though, and value the fact that you are allowed to be a mom and a very educated business owner, and you are allowed to have it part-time or full-time or six hours a day or two hours a day. You are allowed to do that. You are allowed to still charge this rate. That's completely up to you. You have to just own that. And the only way to own that is just to step right into it and say, it is, this is what it is now. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I um, there are so many things about uh, right now about being a mom that that impact my maybe not impact my work, but my schedule. Um, and I feel all the time like I need to hide it um, that that that's what I'm doing. That I that I'm a mom. That I'm picking up kids from school. That I'm you know doing things that moms do and. And I don't know whether or not moms need to hide those things anymore or not. I, I think 25 years ago they did. Sure. Uh, I don't know if they do now. Because we were playing into a dominant um, masculine framework as far as what entrepreneurship looked like and what business looked like. But at this point in time, and we, uh, we have a fortunate moment in time where all pretenses go are going out the window as far as what it looks like to show up because everybody has to show up differently now. but. At the same time, you feeling like you have to hide that is simply you stepping forward and saying you don't. It honestly, just believing it. it. Because the people that 
the human connection is very, very, very real. And we want that human connection more so in today's day and age than ever before, because we have socially distanced and not in any, you know, contextual terms, but we, we socially distanced in the internet era and we became um, screen friends and we, we met some amazing people that way. And we found some connections that way, but at the same time, we are still human and we love that human to human interaction. And so people want to know who you are as well, because they want to feel like they are a piece of your world because you are a very important piece of theirs. So your clients, your clientele may shift, but it may shift in a direction to the people that actually really embody and embrace how you show up in the world. And that's okay. That's completely okay because they're going to be extremely tied to you then because they get to see how you show up, how you get to lead, how you're leading your business, you're leading your life, you're leading your family, you're, you're stepping in and making a stand for your children. However, that is that you're showing up, that is noble. That is extremely noble. And at a time that we need to see real and noble and um, something to aspire to, now is the time for you to go ahead and say, I'm rewriting what this looks like, and this is okay. And it gives permission for you to own it and for you to, to, by stepping in that space, allow others to own that same thought process because you know they're already thinking it. Well, isn't that the truth? I mean, Absolutely. I think the only person who's thinking, do I really have to hide that? you know, that I'm leaving right now because I'm going to go pick up my kid. You know, I don't really want to hide that. I don't really want to pretend that I have a, an important business meeting. I want to be able to say, I love my family. And this is a really important part of my life. And you've created this business because you love your family. You've created this opportunity to help other people in the capacity that you are giving your time to them selectively because you value your family and because you also believe that there can be a world that values their family and can put those two things on the table together. doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be both. It can be both. Right. And that doesn't make, that doesn't mean that you are not giving enough of you to your business to devalue what your worth is. It's saying that the two can coexist. They do coexist. They already do coexist. It's just you saying, I'm going to, Allow the world to see that this is how I do business. And if it doesn't add up for somebody, they're not your, your client. They're not meant to work with you. And that's totally fine. If there is somebody that comes along and is going to be your client and realizes that you're picking up your children at three o'clock and is irritated about that, they're not your ideal client. You don't want them. They're going to be the biggest pain in the ass possible anyways, because their expectation is unreal. Right. But it's your job to show up transparently that my hours are up until 2.30 because I have obligations afterwards. And that's just, you can say, I have family obligations. You can just say obligations. You can say you have meetings. You can say whatever it is you want, but it doesn't have to be a shame thing. It doesn't have to be that you are taking away from your clients to do that. You're not taking away from anybody. You're giving them the time. They book it in the calendar and you give, you give to them until that point in time. And then you move on and do what it is that you created your life around. I like it. It's just you owning it. You mm -hmm. own it. Step into and own that and lead from that direction because they will follow. Your people will understand and they will respect you and they will love you for it. And they will follow you and they will see you. And they'll, they'll say, you do it. I can show up that way. That's right. Yeah. I can show up that way. 
because you have a responsibility. There are people out there waiting for you to show up as a leader in your business, doing it the way you want to do it, the way that is right for you and your family and your clients all together. And you know what that mix is. There are people waiting to see you show up that way in order for them to realize that they can also show up that way. Let's try it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I really, I want you to work on that. I want you to spend some time with it and determine what that price increase looks like. And when it starts feeling funny inside or like nerve wracking inside, I want you to recognize those feelings and, and write that out. Why am I feeling anxious about this price point? Why am I feeling anxious about sending an email out to my clients, giving them this whole runway and grandfathering them in for a certain time frame? Don't grandfather them in indefinitely unless you truly want to. If you want to give them the price point indefinitely, that isn't that is a decision you can make and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you can also have the new clients coming in at that new price point, you know, and determining that's how you're going to offset it. But if you feel some nervousness on how you construct this change moving forward, stepping into this space of value in your time, your business, and your clients and your, your home life, then write out what that is. Why is that? And how come you're feeling that? And where is it stemming from? And then once you peel back that layer, then say, okay, if it's coming from something in my childhood of where I'm thinking that I have to show up in my business or how I have to show up in my business or I'm not worthy, then why did that mean that you are not worthy if you don't show up like them? Why can you not rewrite the future? Ask yourself those and dive into those pieces of it. That's then where you're going to find your your answers. And you're going to dispel those common thoughts that you were previously living with that you were only seeing from the surface. Once you dig into them, you're going to realize that they're really just big ghosts. They're not anything. And you just say, I'm done with you. Thank you. Carry on. Great. So, all right. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Thank you. Now you have some work. Yeah, I do. I'll get writing right away. (laughs) (laughs) It's been wonderful to be able to jam on this with you. And as you move through this space and time, please feel free to definitely reach out and have a conversation and just say, I'm getting stuck again because I want you to move past it. I want you to grow and I want you to thrive in your business and as being a mom. Thank you. Thank you, White Dove. You bet. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode. Listen through. There's a lot of things here that are common threads for all of us in our businesses. And as I always say, please reach out if you have any questions, having listened to this episode. And as always, keep moving forward. Thanks for listening to the Fem Nation podcast. Be sure to check out our show notes for more details from the episode. If you love the show, share it with a friend or drop me a note. I'd love to hear from you over at whitedevgannon.com or find me on social media. Until next time, keep moving forward. <laughs>